This is 10 Things I Like About, a 10-minute, 10-episode podcast about unknown or misunderstood wildlife. Welcome to 10 Things I Like About. I'm Kirsten, your host. And this is a podcast about misunderstood or unknown creatures in nature. Some we'll find right outside our doors, and some are continents away. But all are fascinating. This podcast will focus 10 10 10-minute episodes on different animals and their amazing characteristics. Please join me on this extraordinary journey. You won't regret it. This episode continues the coelacanth, and their crazy interesting fins is the eighth thing I like about this deep-sea fish. Today, I have a guest co-host joining me, my friend Casey. Thanks for joining me. You're welcome. Thanks for having me here. So, if you haven't listened to the other episode where she co-hosts with me yet, please do so. But Casey and I have known each other for a long time. We met as zookeepers 18 years ago and became friends very quickly. Uh, Today, Casey's a biology teacher, and when she found out I was doing this podcast, she was excited to help me. Coelacanths I find extremely interesting, and their appendages or limbs I find extremely uh, interesting in their history. Awesome, because today we're talking about limbs versus fins. Now, I hope by now, listeners, that you've all Googled a picture of the coelacanth um, and have gotten a glimpse of their interesting fins. In episode two, if you haven't listened to it, please do, Anatomy, I talked about the coelacanth's special fins called lobed fins, and they have actually six lobed fins. Oh, I love their little limbs. Limbs? Limbs? No, I said fins. I thought they were fins. But they look like limbs. Well, I think maybe we need to dive into this topic and learn a bit more. I agree. So let's start with some definitions. The Oxford Languages Dictionary says a limb is a leg or arm of a person or a four-legged animal or a bird's wing. That completely leaves the coelacanth out of that for sure. I I agree, I agree, but the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, that definition is one of the projecting paired appendages of an animal's body used especially for movement and grasping, but sometimes modified into sensory or sexual organs. I think that puts the coelacanth back into the limb arena. All right, I'll give you that one, but I'm still on a maybe. So let's hear what Oxford Languages Dictionary's definition of a fin is. This is a flattened appendage, oops, sorry, a flattened appendage on various parts of the body of many aquatic vertebrates and some invertebrates, including fish and cetaceans, used for propelling, steering, and balancing. That definitely sounds like the coelacanth. And I'm not about to argue with that definition. <laughs> but Merriam-Webster's definition of fin is an external membranous process of an aquatic animal used in propelling or guiding the body. I'm on the fence with this one. I wouldn't say that coelacanths have membranous membranous fins. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm on the fence with you on that one. But I think what we need to do is look at what these fins can do. You mean limbs. Okay, let's call them appendages until we get this settled. Okay, deal. All right, so the coelacanth actually has seven appendages overall. Um, They have four of them are paired, so that means there are two behind the gills, one on each side. Those are the pectoral fins. There's two mid-body on the bottom of the fish. Those are the pelvic fins, once again, one on each side. 
There is one anal fin just in front of the tail on the underside of the fish and then two dorsal fins on the top of the fish. They have eight if you're including the tail, but I'm not including the tail right now. I think it's interesting in itself that they have eight appendages, honestly. It's quite a lot of fish. Uh, a lot of a lot of fish fins. No appendages. Sorry, we're going with appendages right now. Yes. <laughs> so I I can't believe that, that that's a lot. I agree on that. But what are the functions? What are they using those appendages for? That's a good good thought. Let's go there. Well, the four that are paired fins that are on the side of the body on, on the bottom, they are actually move like paddles, and that helps propel them through the water. So these appendages are actually able to rotate 180 degrees, so they can probably use them to back up too, just like somebody who's using a paddle. And they can move forward with that as well. The really cool thing about these four extremities is that they work in conjunction with each other. And by that, I mean that the right pectoral fin will move together with the left pelvic fin. So you mean like the way a horse walks? Yes! It's a lot like how a me- how many land mammals move on their... <laughs> oh, I, I see where you're going with this. So you just want me to say that they're limbs. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we might both get what we want from the next definition. So coelacanths are actually classified as lobe-finned fish. And this means that the flouncy part of the fin is actually attached to a stalk that projects out from their body, and it actually looks like a paddle with a fin attached to the end. So that sounds like both. It sounds like a limb and a fin. Yes, I agree. Um, maybe we can agree that we're both right? I, I can do that. <laughs> I mean, did you know that some lungfish, who are also lobe-finned fish, actually use their fins to walk on land when they need to? Um, So if the vernal pond that they're living in becomes too shallow, they can use their limbs to drag themselves across the land to another water source. So essentially, they use their limbs to walk to another pond. Wow, that's pretty cool. So I really, I guess that we can go with that. It's both a limb and a fin. That's pretty cool. So speaking of limbs, I did just read a paper from way back in the early 2000s. Boy, that makes me sound old when I say that. It makes me feel a little old when I say way back in the early 2000s. That stated actually that the coelacanth fossil actually helped scientists understand the evolution from fins to limbs in tetrapods. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I can. Um, What you're talking about is called evolutionary classification. And that is a strategy that we tend to use now versus normal taxonomy, which is just looking at physical attributes. Evolutionary classification is grouping organisms together based on their evolutionary history. So we're looking at lines of evolutionary descent, not just physical characteristics. And they're called cladograms. Um, They look like trees, and they branch off at each different change. So the cladogram, where it's branching off to tetrapods, and a tetrapod is a four-limbed vertebrate. So we're tetrapods because we have four limbs. We may walk on two legs, but we have four limbs, so we're tetrapods. So the big debate right now is, is it the lungfish or is it the coelacanth that is the direct descendant or ancestor, I guess I would say ancestor, the direct ancestor of tetrapods. 
Now, remember, we said that lungfish actually walk on those four limbs right. to get to the next um, vernal pond. So that is where this debate is coming from, is um, which one is it? And I would like to say that there's an answer to this. There's actually three different phylogenetic trees that one of them has the coelacanth as the direct ancestor of a tetrapod. Right. Is, is ancestor or descendant? It would be ancestor. Because we're all we're all te- we're all tetrapods, though, right? Aren't we? Right, but we would be a descendant of okay of a coelacanth. Okay, I mean, I'm not talking like your grandma. I'm talking <laughs> millions of years ago. Um, so, this would be the ancestor of tetrapods. So, is it one version has the coelacanth as the direct ancestor? One version has the lungfish as the direct ancestor, and the third version has them both at the same branching. So they would both be classified as the same branch, then it's tetrapods. So no solution in sight. Um, There's lots of papers on it and not a lot of agreement. They've narrowed it down to those three choices, but there's not. Either way, any way you look at it, the coelacanth is either number one or number two. (laughs) So I would still say... So he's winning. He's still winning. (laughs) He's still in the trifecta. So uh, either way you look at it, it's still a positive. Oh, well, that's very interesting. Well, that really is very interesting. It makes me understand it just a little bit more. Thank you so much for explaining that to me. <laughs> I know that's why I picked you um, for, to help me with this podcast, because you were going to understand that so much better than me. So thank you very much for coming and talking about coelacanth appendages today. I appreciate it. Well, you're very welcome. I had a lot of fun. I did too, so thank you very much. And I, we both agree that the coelacanth appendages are both limbs and fins. I agree. Great. Well, for this episode, listeners, I certainly hope you had a good time because I enjoyed it. And a little debate that we had here was nice. And appendages are my eighth favorite thing about coelacanths. If you're enjoying this podcast, please recommend me to friends and family and take a moment to give me a rating on whatever platform you're listening. It will help me reach more listeners and give the animals I talk about an even better chance at change. Join me next week for another episode about the coelacanth. This has been an episode of 10 Things I Like About with Kirsten and Company. Original music written and performed by Catherine Camp, piano extraordinaire. <laughs>